Hi, this is Millie, and this is the Escaping Narcissistic Parents Podcast, where you'll find the validation and love you've been looking for. Welcome to my new listeners, and thanks to my loyal friends. Please follow me on Instagram at Escaping Narcissistic Mothers, all one word, and consider donating to my podcast at www.patreon.com slash narcissistic parents i will put all the info in the show notes please give my podcast a five-star rating where you can so that others can finally find me more easily hi guys how are you you doing i hope you're doing well um just want to remind you that i am working on a program and the program will include bi-monthly um, chats with me on Zoom, and I will also consider one-on-ones included in the program, so it's not going to be extra coaching fee, an extra coaching fee. So um, that's coming soon. I'm hoping to get it up and running in September. Um, also, I want to let you know that I know I don't know who you are, but I know that there's a lot of you listening that don't follow me on Instagram and all of that. And that's fine. You don't have to. I appreciate if you would, because um, that's where I announce things. Um, That's where the bulk of my followers are. Um, And, you know, I have the link to everything, all of the podcasts platforms, you know, iHeartRadio, this, that, they're all linked in there. My website, which please go to my website and sign up so that I can send you emails. Um, everything is on there. So please, if you, if you haven't done so, go to Instagram and follow me. All right, let's get into today's topic. And this topic comes from one of my Patreon members who is struggling. Okay. And this is normal people. And I know a lot of you that listen to me are in different phases of this whole narcissistic world, right? You may have just figured out that your parent or whomever is a narcissist because they're covert and it was covered up and they, what they did was so underhanded. You didn't realize they were doing it. Um, so you may be there, you may be at the point where you've known it for a while, but you're still in contact because you're not ready to go no contact. Or you may be like me where you've been no contact for a while now and you're still struggling. You know, we have bad days. We have bad days, no matter where you are in the process. Of course, if you're in the very beginning, you're going to suffer a lot. That's part of it, okay? Um, I wish, even with my program, that I could, you know, I had a magic wand, and I could say to you, hey, this is what you do so you don't have to go through this pain. The pain is going to be there. It's going to happen, okay? You have to grapple with my mother, who's supposed to love me unconditionally, 
who is supposed to support my decisions, who's supposed to be my cheerleader, is someone who is purposely hurting me. How do we grapple with that? How do we make our brains understand that? And the answer is time, knowledge of narcissistic personality disorder. This is a good time to uh, mention that I'm not a licensed therapist. So the information here is based on my experience and research. Um, it's, it just takes time and you're going to have better days and you're going to have worse days. But there is something that happens when you've been raised by a narcissist. And that is you have issues with self-identity, with identity issues. Who am I? Where do I belong in this world? What is my purpose? And self-esteem or self-worth issues, right? Should I even be here? I, I feel like no one sees me. I'm alone. Okay. So again, this, this is my pa- a Patreon member of mine who is suffering right now. And I hope that this podcast is helpful to you because this suffering is immense. It's, it's overwhelming, but I promise you that continuing to follow me and other pages and studying narcissistic personality disorder is going to help. Okay. It's not going to change the facts, but it's going to change how you see things. Okay. Now, what I don't want is for you to study it to the point where you say, well, the narcissist has no choice. It is a choice to do what they do. Everything they do is planned. It's manipulation. Okay. The things they do were on purpose. They, they scheme to get a result, but it's good to understand how their mind works. Okay. All right. So how do we deal with having negative self-worth and not feeling like you have an identity? First, let me explain something. You don't have an identity because the narcissist didn't allow you to explore your gifts when you were younger and even older. Okay. I just had a conversation with a friend and her mother was very clear on, I have to stop you from being you kind of thing. And my mom never came out and said it, but she, she just sabotaged everything. Okay. And that's probably what happened to you. You were sabotaged every time you tried to enter a sport or go for the drama team or be in the talent show. Did, did this person sabotage you being in the talent show because they didn't want you to discover and be happy and make money at it? Let me tell you, the worst thing a parent can do is do this. 
um, Quentin Tarantino. I don't know how many of you know this. The the director, Quentin Tarantino, the writer-director, He his mother tried to stop him from becoming a writer because that wasn't a good enough career or a good enough thing to do. And he's a multimillionaire and hasn't given his mother money and won't. He refuses to do that because she didn't support him. And I, for that, Mr. Tarantino, I applaud you. I hope you hear this one day. <laughs> okay, so your, your identity, your lack of identity comes from the fact that you weren't allowed to explore who you are. And how do you explore? You have to start from the basic things. Try things, right? It doesn't matter how old you are. I don't care if you're 30 or 80, okay? I want you to try things. If you never planted flowers, go plant some flowers. See if that gives you joy, okay? If you are not a painter, try and paint and see what happens. It doesn't matter if the painting is awful, beautiful. It doesn't matter. How about just try and see what happens? You have to try and and push yourself outside of your comfort zone right now because your narcissist gave you a comfort zone and it's very limited, right? You do what you do. You have a career and that's all you can do. Okay, I was pushed into human resources. Um, I left human resources to become a teacher because my mother was a teacher. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. Um, But I did become a, a, a teacher, a math teacher. I taught high school math for four years and middle school for two. Um, And I quit teaching because of other circumstances, uh, you guys can listen to my podcast about the boss, the narcissistic boss. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then I haven't worked really since then. I got a job at the American Cancer Society. And I actually, even though I had a position, an administrative position, and I thought maybe my talents weren't being used properly there, Um I felt good there. And, and so I, I thought for a long time I needed to work for non for profit. I still feel that way. Um, so I kind of found my, my identity there, right? I'm a nonprofit girl. <laughs> I'm a nonprofit girl. Now I have some health issues that prevent me from working. So this is my helping people thing. You guys, right? I never thought in a million years that I would have over 3,000 followers and God knows how many listeners on a podcast. Like, this is crazy. And I can thank my husband for that, for pushing me to do this. Um, and I found my place in the world through this terrible trauma that I experienced, right? So you never know when, when and where your identity is going to happen. It's going to come up where you're going to see it. 
But what's important is that you don't give up looking for your identity. Okay? There are books out there. Okay? There are books out there. A lot of the um, healing the child type of books, they're pretty good because it is the child that's holding you back. And there's not a literal child. There, It's your mind is still stuck where your, your narcissist stuck you. So you need to unstick yourself and start trying things. Do all those things that you wanted to do. There's, um, I know, and, and I thought about doing this myself because acting was something that I kind of wanted to do as a kid, but my mom stopped me. I have that story in one of my podcasts too. And I thought about just doing it at a theater that's near here that, you know, you do it for free pretty much. I've thought about doing that. Why not? You know, why not? What's it going to hurt? You stink at acting? So what? You try something else. That's where your identity is going to come from. Don't, don't put your identity on your parents and don't put your identity on your family. Okay. These are just people that happen to share DNA with and you happen to be born into it. It doesn't mean that they identify you. Okay. Just like technically a job shouldn't identify you either, even though a lot of people do that. Like first question when you meet somebody is what do you do? As if that's what makes you who you are. That's your job. You're lucky if you have a job that does identify you and you feel proud of that. Okay. So that's one part. How about the negative you know, your self-worth. Self-worth and morality and beliefs, which I think are all tied together, comes with time. Okay? comes with time. I had a set of beliefs. It's funny enough, I had this chat with my friend, and here comes another topic that we kind of discussed. For many years, me and her, who we didn't talk for very many years because of both of our mothers, okay? We we had one political party we followed because we were told we grew up in that environment where we had to. And we have both at the same time realized But that's not really what I believe. This is not what I believe. Right? It takes time. It takes time to see what your beliefs are. Okay? You are worthy. Okay? You're worthy of love. You're worthy of having your own opinions be validated. You're worthy of... Everything that you want, but you have to understand that you're worthy of it, okay? And that's that's difficult to do. It's hard to do. But one day, it just clicks. And the only way to click is to get away from the abuse. 
Once you're far away from the abuse, you can see clearly. There's no other way to put it. I mean, if you're in the fog, literally in the fog, driving in the fog, you can't see. Keep driving. Once you get out of the fog, fear, obligation, guilt, but still real real fog. Once you keep driving, then you can see clearly. You can see the sun and you can see everything. And one of the things that you see is your self-worth. The fact that those people don't define me. The narcissist doesn't define me. No matter what they said to me, that is still ringing in my head because that is something that happens, still happens to me, right? That you, you, you're going to do something, could be anything. And you start saying, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I'm, I, I'm not good enough to do that. That's not you talking. That's mom, dad, grandma, whomever it is. The narcissist, the romantic partner. Still in your head, you have to tell that voice. You're not me. I'm, I can do this. Please leave my head. Bye-bye. Go away. You don't belong in my head. And that's it. And then... It takes practice, right, to to turn those negative self-thoughts, negative self-thinking, negative thinking about you into positive thoughts, or at least not negative thoughts, just thoughts of it's a possibility, okay? It is a possibility. It's a complicated process. I can't, in in a 20-minute podcast, explain everything or give you tips on everything. It's it's very complicated. That's why I always, I I tell anyone who sends me a DM, I say, I'm not a licensed therapist. Go to a therapist who can help you to drive through the fog so that you can see clearly and see your potential. Okay, you are not missed potential. You are potential. No matter how old you are, there is so much inside of you that you weren't allowed to discover. So discover it now. It's never too late. Go take that dance class. You are potential. You are worthy. Okay. It's those thoughts in your head that are stopping you. And those thoughts are not yours. That's programming. The programming that the narcissist did to keep you under complete control, because that's what they're about. Control, complete physical, mental, emotional control. So that you would do what they said, when they said it, how they said to do it. To think and have the same opinions that they did. I love the fact that I feel free to say whatever I want to say in my life now. 
I can say whatever I want. That is something that is that's simple, but I wasn't allowed to just say whatever. And now I say whatever I'm thinking. I just say it. Not, not, not in a bad way. I don't say things to hurt people. I'm not saying I'm brutally honest because brutally honest just means I give myself the the ticket to insult you and that's okay. That's not okay. Brutal brutal honesty is not okay, people. Um honesty and brutal honesty are two different things, but that's another topic. What I say to my husband, for example, are things I would never have said in the past. Because and it's not about him, I'm just saying when I'm having a conversation with him about whatever. There's a lot of things going on I'm not going to mention. And I have my opinions and I'm going to say them now. I'm not, you know, tied to one opinion because I grew up with that opinion. So that identity and self-worth all come from what's in your head. What are you telling yourself? And it's not you really, it's the programming. But you, your next question, of course, is how do I know which is my thought and which is the narcissist thought? It's very easy. Okay? It's very easy in the sense that if it's negative, it's most likely going to be the narcissist thoughts. The narcissist programming in there. Okay? We're not born thinking badly of ourselves. So then the narcissist put that in there. They programmed it into your brain. And you have to acknowledge it. That's uh, that's the hard part. And this is stuff that I will go into in my um, coaching program. How to identify a negative thought. How to talk to the negative thought. And how to get rid of the negative thought. And then the practice, right? I hate to tell you, but I do give some homework assignments, but the homework assignments are are meant to give you a little bit of freedom, okay? Every homework assignment is meant to give you freedom. And it's not because I was a teacher. It's because I know you need to practice these skills in order to free yourself. All right, I'm going to stop there. (laughs) I hope this was helpful to anyone and to everyone, right? That a lot of your identity and self-worth is tied into the, the negative programming that has been done and that you have to be able to say, no, that is not my thought. Please go away. You are not in my head anymore. I'm not living, letting you live in my head anymore. And, and keep saying it until you believe it. Because you're not going to believe it at first. And then you're able to move on. And start exploring. And start getting out of the fog. And seeing things clearly. So that you can explore. So that you can have fun. All right, guys, I am going to end there. I love you all, and until next time.